Hello and welcome to another meeting of the After School Anime Club. My name is Max, I'm your host as always, and with us today, a momentous occasion has struck. For the very first time in the Anime Club's history, a special guest host is here. They are Riley Hopkins, uh, leader of the Moonshot Network, podcaster extraordinaire. Hello, welcome. <laughs> Hello, I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy to, you know, I've been putting my application for the club for some time and I keep getting turned down. I'm trying not to think too Our too notes are really disorganized. It. There's a lot of paper on these tables and a lot yeah, of DVDs. No, that's what they say. That, that's what they always say. We have a sticky note organization method. Um, but it's technically three sticky note organization methods, so it's not you, it's us, sorry. <laughs> it's <laughs> us, sorry. <laughs> I'm stoked to be here. You've already heard her voice. She's an insurance investigator here to make sure nobody's up to any funny business. It's Stevie Matos. I hope you're up to all the funny business. Hi, you want to see my big gun? It's a real big gun. <laughs> And God, he, he may carry a gun, but he hasn't used it yet. It's Max Kostrak. Any second now. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We're obliquely referencing the anime that we all, I don't know, we haven't mentioned, we haven't said it yet, but I believe we probably all had a ton of fun watching this week's anime. Am I right about this? Yeah, sure. I fucking, I fucking love this anime so much. This anime it's has absurd. a lot to offer and a it lot does. to discuss. Yes. It's absurd how well it holds up for like the time. I, I, I went into it expecting I was going to have to make a lot more like contingencies in my brain to be able to enjoy mm, it. Mm. But there were still some, but there weren't as many as I feared. Yeah. A few moments in yeah. there that maybe weren't great. But no. uh -huh, uh -huh. I expected it to be to like wall the back, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or for it to be to plumb the depths much lower for us to really get some reprehensible stuff. But these first two episodes, hey, pretty fun. It's a pretty fun TV show. 100%. Hey, speaking of fun. Oh, is it time for a game? Riley, if you're, Riley, you're, it's your first time on the show, but, you know, as someone who may or may not listen to the podcast, you don't have to confirm or deny that now that we've started the recording. You may or may not know. <laughs> That's actually. Let, let, let me take a, let me take a moment to say when y'all sent in the applicate like the application to Moonshot, me and three other hosts were playing Minecraft together, listening to the show like <laughs> slightly separated, and we just every once in a while someone in chat would be like, "Hey, this is fucking good, right? Oh, <laughs> like, holy well, shit!" Sh shucks, go on. <laughs> no, that's it. That's all you get. Okay. That's great. Uh, continuing. Before we start the discussion of the show, we always like to open with a game. And there is a tradition on this series, on this podcast. Every time we start a new anime series, there's a particular game I like to pull out. Yeah. Let me just dust off the box here. Oh, why? Look at that. It looks like underneath the No Need for Trivia label, there was a sticker. Oh, no. And I found the special edition, No Need for Trivia, EX. is a surprise for me and I'm one of the co-hosts. <laughs> oh no, my static. We didn't meet to discuss our strategy. Uh -huh. Are we going to go with the Mr. Happy Leo? 
Is there an extra little rule booklet or a, a dice mm, or a little yeah. spinner that we get to flick? I don't think what is my EX? item level is high enough for this is, EX. Is I don't this, do these. Is this a shadow game? Yeah. <laughs> Am I for savage? <laughs> unreal. But you've got you've to go no talk need for to, trivia, the, to unreal. the minstrel I come, first. I come and kill you in real life if you get the answers wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I welcome it. No, I don't. Well, Okay, yes, so <laughs> No Need for Trivia EX is a special version of No Need for Trivia that requires three players. So you all have just successfully unlocked the expansion. Mm. Okay. Got it. Okay. Our games thus far have been collaborative, but it is time to destroy one, one another. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's go. This is a competitive version of No Need for Trivia in which I'm not going to call on someone to answer. Okay. Oh. The way we're going to do this is right oh, now, I want you to type the word buzz out in your Discord bar, but don't hit enter yet. Oh, son of a bitch. Okay. Fuck when you think you them. have the answer, buzz in. Okay. If you're okay. the first, you'll get to try it. Oh, and that's a good way to time it. Okay. I see. I see what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, there is one additional rule for No Need for Trivia EX, just to heat things up a little bit. You're going to have to give me the answer. In the form of no need for blank. God damn okay. it. <laughs> okay. 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 So these are the two rules. This you got to buzz okay. in. You got to give me the answer <laughs> okay. as no this need for different game. This. this is a different game. <laughs> okay. Are we ready? Fingers on buzzers. Born yes. ready. Yeah. So question number yeah. one. Series protagonist Vash the Stampede has appeared as a cameo in this JRPG released in the USA in April 2000. Hint, it's part of a series. Riley, you've buzzed in. Is it Sky? No Need for Skies of Arcadia? <laughs> That's incorrect, actually. I just guessed. I just guessed. It felt right. Stevie and Kostrak, you two mm. are... You two a are JRPG still JRPG in the, in 2000? Yes, your 2000 JRPG part of a series. Can I name the series? You know what? I'll give you that because it's um it's not the one you're thinking of. Uh bu buzz in, Kostrak, yes. I uh, I'm I'm taking another stab in the dark here. Is it a Monster Hunter? No, unfortunately. Oh, they've had some weird ones. You also didn't say no need for Monster Hunter, so, you know. Oh, I would have, I would have gotten the question wrong. You would have been Thank hoist you. once no more by what. your own petard. Uh, Stevie, God. do you have any guesses? Yeah, I mean, I'll, yeah, okay. Um, yes. No need for Persona? Answer was Wild Arms. Shut the fuck oh, up. Of course oh, it was Wild Arms. That can't be true. Arms. But that can't be true. Yeah, it was what? Wild Arms 2 that he appeared in. What? what? How huh? was he? He's how? How? I don't know. I just oh. got this off the trivia page. It just said he was in there. As Wild Kenya. Arms Two. Vash's picture can be found in Marina's room on the second floor of the bakery. Just how Vash exists in this world is unknown, though. Considering the nature of Fagalia itself, it's possible that the world of Wild Arms Two is an alternate dimension of the world of Gunsmoke. There you go. Or they like anime. Yeah. This then goes on to say, or it could be a fun cameo. We're not supposed to think on. Probably the second <laughs> one. <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia page. That's like how you can find a uh, poster of Samus in. Super Mario RPG. Oh, <laughs> that's fun. Okay. Nobody got that one, unfortunately. Um, fingers yeah. on buzzers for question number two. Unlike many anime characters, Vash does not have a confirmed birthday. Fans of the series celebrate his birth on July 21, a day that was chosen as the, quote, day of destruction, unquote, 
because of what kind of event? Oh, uh, that's <laughs> Riley. Is it? Is it? Fuck. I want to say. Remember your answer. Is that a? <gasps> oh. Is that no need for? It's, it's definitely a no need for it. Like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Is that no need for a bomb? A thing? Is it like a horrible thing? No, no need I'm for a horrible actual event? <laughs> well, okay, you're in the most in the most <laughs> abstract possible way. Mo- horrible event is correct. Costrack. Costrack. Uh, no need for typhoon. Oh, you're so close! Goodness gracious! It's not the uh, the Japanese typhoon that uh uh of uh what year was that? Shit, I don't know. Hold on. You may have you may have ate, eaten my lunch. This is the first time Kostak has eaten your lunch. Okay, so there was... (laughs) (laughs) There was a typhoon that made landfall in 2021, July 2021, 2021, called Typhoon Fabian, but the source that I found did not refer specifically to the typhoon. If nobody... if Stevie, if you don't get this one, I'll give it to you, Max, for being close. Stevie, what's your call? No need for tsunami? Okay, Stevie was closer. There was a, uh, a, f- a very famous gigantic earthquake and tidal wave uh, several mm-hmm. hundred years ago uh, on July 21 oh. that was referred oh. to as the Day of Destruction. And because Vash, Vash the Stampede is the humanoid typhoon That's who funny. causes destruction everywhere he goes, there you go. I am in a dangerous place right now having watched ahead because I don't want to spoil anything else. Yeah. And so like there's like a fear in my brain because like I can connect <laughs> dots on things further than you have information oh. for. And so what yeah. happened there? Vantage. I was like going, wait, 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 wait. No, I don't no. think that's true anymore. You've been steeped in it. May or may not help you with the rest of this quiz. Fingers on buzzers yeah. for question number three. Right. Like many anime of its era, Trigun was dubbed into English by more than one production company. Only one member of the cast has stayed consistent between the anime and the Trigun movie Badlands Rumble. Damn. <laughs> uh, which Damn, character Riley. did they play? Damn. And Riley has already buzzed in. Johnny Young Bosch is Vash the Stampede. That's also correct. Also known as the power, the Black Power Ranger Adam. Also known oh. as uh, the Green Power Ranger Adam. Damn. And uh, fucking in Iron-Blooded Orphans, he's the dude with the purple hair. Damn. Hot yeah. damn. Great job, I Riley. I love Johnny Young Bosch. I've got so many Adam from Power Rangers figures sitting behind me. I love this. <laughs> I love this. And in fact, you get the bonus point for naming the actor, Johnny Young Bosch. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Nice. All right. Fingers on buzzers for question number four. Speaking of Johnny Young Bosch, he's quite the prolific voice actor. In fact, he's the first voice actor to have appeared in two series covered by the After School Anime Club. Can you name the other one? Um... Kostrak, looks like you were first. Uh, no need for Outlaw Star? That's incorrect, unfortunately. <gasps> I, I, it was a one in three. I know. <laughs> uh, Stevie, you were next on the buzzer. No need for Tenchi. I'm sorry, even though you no need for Tenchi You're fucking kidding is... me. What the You shit? had the chance to make the name of the game the name of the answer. I know, and you didn't do it? I'm, I'm disappointed in you, Newland. R- Riley Hopkins, what's your answer? Is that a no need for Sailor Moon? It is Sailor Moon, in fact. Really? Uh, Johnny Youngbosch plays the white cat, Artemis. We ah. ain't even heard Artemis yet. That is bullshit. We didn't even get to Artemis. <laughs> I'm kind of sorry about we that. Even... I am a little sorry about that one. <laughs> oh, we 
didn't even get to Artemis. Riley can have it. We didn't even get to it. You know what? I'm just, I, I, I know we're competitive against each other here, but I always keep score and I do keep one for Newland here. Um, and as, as long as, as someone is winning. <laughs> yeah. As long as I'm That's not valid. winning. That's, That's fine. valid. Okay, question number five. Not Newland winning. Prepare yourselves. Bernardelli Insurance, the company that uh, Merrill and Millie work for, is a reference to real-life arms manufacturer Vincenzo Bernardelli. What company, known for its line of personal defense handguns, did the real-life Bernardelli found? That's Riley. That's not Smith & Wesson, is it? No, it's not Smith & Wesson, unfortunately. You said Bernadelli found. Sorry, can you repeat the question? I don't know the name of any handgun manufacturer. Yeah. So the the Bernadelli Insurance Company uh, is named after Vincenzo Bernadelli, who founded a uh, handgun manufacturer, Stevie. Uh, no need for Desert Eagle? No, it's not them either. Damn. Okay. That's all I had, honestly. I don't know guess, any other gun uh, manufacturers. Mr. Costra? Sure, no need for Gun Barn. I don't oh know the name God. of any of <laughs> Gun Barn? What the fuck? <laughs> big, big Rick. Big, big Rick's Gun Barn. Go <laughs> Correct answer was Beretta. Oh, my God. Oh. Beretta you know, I always thought that was a type of gun. I didn't think that mm -hmm. that was a gun manufacturer. Indeed. Like, I thought that they was, like, a type. I have the Wikipedia up right now. They have a long ass name, IRL. Wow, like it's none just of called us Beretta. Are gun nuts? <laughs> Whoa! No. I know, crazy. <laughs> We've all passed the secret test. Honestly, as as somebody who trains in the SAFD, I should be, but I'm not. <laughs> all right. I'm not. We have two more questions left. Two more questions. Right now, I believe um, it's Stevie with two, Riley with three, and. Two. How many? I am points? I correct? Or does Stevie only have one? one point. It's Stevie with one, one. Riley's in the lead with three. <laughs> Stevie, take the extra point. Nah, okay. man, I was, I was raised too religious. <laughs> Question oh, number six. Like Sailor Moon, Trigun was not a Toonami anime. It only aired once under the Toonami banner as part of an April Fool's Day event teasing the return of Toonami in 2012. Can you tell me on what network did Trigon make its U.S. debut in 2003? That's Max Kostrak. Uh, is that No Need for Adult Swim? That was Adult Swim, correct? Yeah. Oh, He's on the board. You're welcome for that, Kostrak. I know. That's actually you're welcome. an answer that, uh, that we discussed in Discord, Steve. Yeah, you're welcome, Kostrak. Good thing I had my finger on the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> I have such distinct memories of being awake and watching like an episode of Trigun on my little CRTV in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, like, mm -hmm. in middle so at, a, at a buddy's house in his basement, sitting on the couch and watching the back half of this show. Staying mm -hmm. up late at night in my dad's house and watching it in the living room oh, when everybody yeah. else was asleep. We, yes. we all have nice memories of Trigun. Yeah. Except me. Okay, so we're going into the final question. Riley's ahead at three points. The, uh, the rest of you have one. This is a question that has a bonus point. So it's still anyone's game because we have a tiebreaker as well, if needed. Okay. Question seven. Series creator Yasuhiro Naitao and composer Tsuneo Imahori collaborated again on a different project in 2002. 
This was a PlayStation 2 game produced by Japanese developer Red Entertainment. What was the name of the game? And for a bonus point, tell me the main character's name, and Riley has buzzed in. Wait, did you say 2002? Yes, I did. Fuck, I don't have it. <laughs> uh, Are you sure? What was your guess? What were you so passionately sure it was? For, until just I now. I thought it was the game Wet from the PS3, and I was just completely off no. base. No, it's not. It's not, yeah. no. it's not correct anyway. 2002. 2002. Japanese game. It, it started mm. production as a Trigun game, but then changed later on. Whoa. Um, I gotta play it now, no matter what it is. Uh, the only Guns are involved. Stevie, you've bust in? Uh, I mean, I'll throw it out there just so I can knock it out of consideration, but no need for Power Stone. Wasn't Power Stone. Good guess. Vash would fit pretty well in, in yeah. Power Stone Wars, I think. But it's not Power Stone. Yeah. That was a Dreamcast game also, I believe. I miss that game so it's much. It's a fun, oh, fun I game. I love Power Stone. Kostrak, you've had a moment to think. Is there anything that you... I'm, I'm thinking, so I'm thinking of Japanese games with with gunplay in the early 2000s and I'm coming up blank. That's like not Beretta because that's the only thing I can think of. I'm finding a Trigun mod for a game, but that's definitely not you it. Put Vash in whatever your heart desires, I imagine. The game Gun for the Xbox. Wow. <laughs> that is what my heart desired. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> put him right in Kingdom Hearts. Him and Sora? Picture in your Oh, brain. they'd be best friends. Be oh my god. Sub Vash out for Kyrie. Imagine, imagine a Keyblade based on Vash's gun. <laughs> we have to do a whole separate episode of this podcast about what if Kingdom Hearts had anime worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just sit in silence for 30 minutes and think about what that would be while, like in our heads. While Max Googles Japanese games by Red Entertainment from 2002. I'm already out. No, I, okay, I have no out. idea. I don't okay. know. The game was called Gungrave. Oh! I've heard the name. I yeah. never played it, but I remember that. The main character of the game is named, and my hand to God, this is the truth, Beyond the Grave. That's Sick. the name of the main character. Let's yes, fucking he go, also dude. used to My be middle name is the. Before he <laughs> Spike died, Sonic. he was known as Brandon Heat. <laughs> yes. Beyond the grave is better. Beyond the grave is somehow better. Yeah, All right, the there we I go. I can see why he does goes with that. Well, you've played. Yeah. Thank you for playing my game. No need for <laughs> trivia, ex. Riley, you're the winner. Congrats! Yes, Congratulations! Yes. Congrats! Thank you. I'm Good job. Happy to take a W while I'm here. I'm leaving with the championship belt. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like CM Punk and just kind of go around and go to games and carry it with me and you officially quit. There you go. <laughs> you know, get you your W and retire early. That's the mm -hmm. move. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the 100 percent win rate. That's me. Bam, bam. <laughs> That's the move. There you go. <laughs> you know what else is the move? What? I'm talking about anime with my friends. <laughs> That's what we do with the club. Before mm -hmm. we can talk about the anime, I have to tell everybody what happened in the episodes we watched. Yes. Though. Please. Okay. Well, for this episode of After School Anime Club, we watched the first two episodes of Trigun, the series from the year 1998. And this is what we saw.
Episode 1, The 60 Billion Double Dollar Man opens with old dudes trading tall tales. Then the building is, shall we say, creatively demolished, all except for one guy. One very main character looking guy. In a neighboring town, two odd women arrive on the scene and have trouble blending in. They have questions about what exactly happened here. Let's get back to the guy in red, running for his life and doing some Bugs Bunny shit with his pursuers. <laughs> Just when it looks like he's going to be captured, Merrill and Millie arrive and introduce themselves to the big man. Their employers, the Bernardelli Insurance Society, are... Oh shit, wait, it's another bounty hunter! There's a long misunderstanding about the nature of Vash the Stampede, and in the end, Merrill, Millie, and the real Vash escape the ensuing carnage, but the investigators double back to wrap things up. When it looks like the worst is about to happen, the blonde idiot who, again, we the viewers know is Vash, returns for more Looney Tunes bullshit. Despite available evidence, Merrill remains unconvinced that this strange guy is the real deal. Episode 2, Truth of Mistake, begins with a blonde in a red coat on the run. Sound familiar? The investigators are in trouble too, out of water in a deserted ghost town. They're here chasing Vash, and they stop in at a local mansion. The man of the house, Cliff, hired Vash to be his bodyguard because his life and the life of his house guest, the beautiful Marianne, are both under threat. Meryl and Cliff has a one-on-one -on -one where she learns that Cliff thinks he's pulling one over on the man we know to be Vash, when in reality he's just confused. Except that he's not. Really. It's complicated. To keep an eye out for Vash, Meryl offers hers and Millie's services as additional bodyguards. After dinner, Vash puts the moves on Marianne, but she is not receptive. In the confusion over a glimpsed intruder, Cliff and Marianne both vanish. A hidden door is revealed, and far below, an episode of a much more serious anime plays out. Marianne drops her disguise to finally arrest the evil Water Baron. Vash lands on the scene and causes an explosion that destroys the mansion, but returns the water to the people of the city very, very directly. Meryl and Millie are back to square one, and Vash heads off into the desert once more, bemoaning his bad luck. That's Trigun. What an anime. That's a I lot that it. happens. So much happens. So things that I realized when I watched this anime, I, I, I realized that my entire love life has been cringe up to this point. Because <laughs> one of my immediate like uh -oh. you know like my ryoko was vash the stampede uh, i was like oh no oh. it was that beauty mark and it ruined I me love for that life we get to all find everyone's ryokos as we go through <laughs> <laughs> everyone has a ryoko was vash the stampede and i was like Fuck. how could you not love this guy he's so great he's our cowboy clown i love mm -hmm, him mm -hmm. he really is like a rodeo clown just a big silly goose for like yeah, this you entire set. bugs bunny shit bugs I, bunny I don't shit. think there's yeah. a a better descriptor for what we saw in these two episodes no uh -huh. he stays on his bugs bunny shit i just i love that though i love that him being a humanoid is the reason why he can do all that bugs bunny shit because <laughs> i wrote he dodges every bullet he can hit people with pellets with uncanny accuracy but he can also keep up with an armadillo horse while eating a box of donuts mm -hmm. yes clearly a I superhuman yes mm -hmm. like this obviously I, I love so much, like, I'm a big fan of, like, when, like, a dude has a weapon and does not use it. And, yes. like, yeah. the fact that he does not touch that gun in these two episodes is oh, the sickest thing I do want to call, you, call one thing out, though. He does try to use the gun in the first episode. He just <laughs> turns out to not work. have any bullets in there. 
So I really love how he's the absolute 180 degree opposite of Gene. Oh, like yeah. where Gene's oh, yeah. like, I'm going to bust this gun out at any possible fucking opportunity. And, and Vash is like, guns? Oh, no. Violence is scary. I don't even like blood. That's a lot for the me. The virgin outlaw and the Chad stampede. Yeah. <laughs> what if I hurt somebody? <laughs> right? I, guns, I don't touch the stuff. I no. don't like it. But you have to die. It would surely make us happy if you do. <laughs> I faint when I see blood. That was a fantastic exchange. So many great, really beautiful character moments in this first episode. Uh, the thing that yes. stood out to me most, I think, was a guy starts shooting him and he like hammer space pops up behind the guy and is <laughs> so good. moving his gun around so that he traces the shape of Vash's face onto a rock. <laughs> it's it's incredible amazing um, move. other second one is in that same gunfight he like somebody must have gotten like killed in the crossfire and he uses them as a yes. puppet and he's like i'm just gonna go potty mm. <laughs> gotta go potty boss <laughs> <laughs> he does use the word potty which is great he absolutely does use the word potty just a big so much of this is comedy and like it's it's fucking incredible. And it's pretty good it's comedy. Like there's some yeah. some excellent physical gags in here. The faces are out of control. Like I enjoyed watching this. Yeah, they did it, a they, wonderful they, it, job at taking the who's on first like whole like format and oh, making yeah. it a whole twenty minute episode, which was great. The shtick at the end of this like series would be if the shtick was like. Oh, Vash has the tune physics. <laughs> he could tap yeah. into the tune force. Right. And that's why he could live. I'd be like, yeah, makes enough sense. Yeah, why that's not? valid. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm seeing so far. Before we move away from Vash, I think one of the interesting things to me was the, these first two episodes were really about Vash's reputation more than yes. anything else. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like the first three scenes of this first episode, one, two, three, are all about establishing Vash's reputation. And it's mm -hmm. all before we really see who this guy is. And that <laughs> the difference there, once we actually start <laughs> to figure out who is Vash, is is kind of fascinating in how they do this with the show. You know, right. and I think something else that's really interesting is that they're playing, you can tell that they're playing it this way and that Johnny Young Bosch, the, the actor and the director who's directing him, are playing it in a way to give Vash hidden depths at the same time. Mm -hmm. So like he has this clownish behavior, but there are little hints that like he knows exactly what he's doing already or in these first two yeah. episodes. Like I'm thinking of in yeah. the second episode, there's a scene where he has dinner with Cliff and Marianne. And mm -hmm. it, you could be forgiven for thinking he's just kind of a dunce and like just doesn't really have any social graces and is asking uncomfortable questions. But like he's also gathering information. That was my read on that yeah. scene is that mm -hmm. he knows that Marianne is deceiving them somehow, but he's not quite sure exactly what's going on. So he's pushing some buttons to try and force something. Um, and he's yeah. such a fucking buffoon that there's like that you would never suspect it. It's a Columbo type thing. Yes, yes. it's Columbo. He's Columbo. <laughs> Columbo the stampede. <laughs> Yeah, no. I think the thing that really I appreciate about Vash, and you're saying that, Newland, is that Vash lets everybody else speak for him. Totally. We see that in one and two. We let every, like, Vash lets everybody else have this jumped up notion about who he is. And he's like, well, I'll just use that to my advantage. We see how he lets that pay off in two because. The guy was like, oh, I just want somebody who looks like Vash to stampede. And Vash doesn't sit there and say, I am. 
Vasta says, mm-hmm. sure, I guess I look like Vasta Stampede. Then I guess I am for you, you know, kind of thing. And that's kind of how it he suits gets his purposes. Yeah. That's how he gets away. Not gets away like in like a uh, like he's cheating somebody sense. Like, but that's how he's able to move through the world because everyone expects Vash to be like this cold blooded killer. Like that's that's kind of how the that's the reason why the who's on first kind of motif works so well in episode yeah. one, because yeah. the whole thing was that they were going off of these very basic descriptors, you know, like talk guy ruthless red coat and so there was two guys that had red on their person and they were both like you're vash no i'm you're vash no you're vash no same hat like the whole time mm-hmm. um and vash the whole time is like i'm wearing a red coat but i'm gonna let nobody notice me i guess that's fine it's fascinating that they're able to get this much mileage out of the identity confusion because i think in a lesser series it would be really easy for that to lose stamina pretty quickly and end up just mm-hmm. being kind yeah. of like why are you guys like it, it, mm-hmm. there is a there's a moment of like why do you guys not realize what's going on but like it at the same time it's feasible um because mm-hmm. he really is a fucking oaf and like or at least <laughs> that's the way he presents and there's no cause to believe there's anything else going on unless you start to really look closely at the the feats he pulls off right mm-hmm. but then you have Merrill who <laughs> Has like, what did I write in episode two? I said, Meryl, Meryl is one of those people who would absolutely have a med bed. I think that's what I wrote. Yes. Meryl sounds like she would absolutely buy a med bed. No, nobody's nobody's on Twitter as much as I am. Tell me about what a med bed is. (laughs) What is a med bed? So, oh no, oh no. Okay. So (laughs) essentially, oh man, I shouldn't have said it. But essentially, so there's this whole conspiracy by like, Q, Q, QAnon people that think oh, that no. like a med bed is like the reason why like they, it's like this weird tie in like conspiracy theories where like people don't believe that JFK is like dead and he's like sleeping in a med bed right, and like is right. able oh. to like still be alive. Oh, it's like wow. that thing. He's in the fucking Odin sleep? <laughs> Something like that. I, I, I see this on the fringes because there's a couple of people I follow on Twitter that's like oh yeah this is how people are getting fleeced constantly and like there's people in these QAnon cults that are like quite sure that like med beds will I don't know see them they through an apocalypse or something somebody who claims to build a med bed yeah and like there's this there's this whole crazy conspiracy but like there's apparently there's this one woman i don't know i i've only seen like a little bit of it because i'm like i don't want to get sucked down this i don't want my algorithm to start showing me weird shit but yeah Mm. like meryl meryl's need to not have vash be vash is like so (laughs) funny to me and i'm just like baby baby just let him be vash are you are you afraid your panties are gonna blow off if he is? Like, what's going on here? What's going on? I gotta say, Meryl and Millie, I didn't I didn't know anything about. I knew that the show is about Vash. Okay, that was all I knew. Mm-hmm. Meryl and Millie are perfect characters. They are so good. Yes. I fucking love these two. Millie is the best. Millie rules. <laughs> Thank yes. you, Riley. My thoughts exactly. What Millie's a character. Wonderful. I love a big, stupid person with a big gun and a big heart. <laughs> She's so sweet. And tr- drinking right out of the sink. I mean, there's so many uh-huh. great. <laughs> Ever the optimist. Millie is wonderful. Yeah. I absolutely love Millie. Um, mm-hmm. One, she sounds like 
which was the 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 grandfathered in cop from Tenchi Muyo. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> the the worst cop ever. She sounds like Mihoshi. she is the worst cop yeah, ever. She sounds just like Mihoshi. Mihoshi. Yeah. She's a bit of a Mihoshi, but she's. I just love how she's just like, oh no, my huge god, and everyone's like, okay. <laughs> not messing with her. In fact, their their hidden guns saved them twice in this first yes. episode. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because they are armed. Mm-hmm. They are not. They're not getting sent Those out by insurance these insurance guns. You get. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Hey, I've listened to enough private detective serials from the '30s, and a seemingly <laughs> infinite amount of uh, pastry as well. I love yeah, her. They just... And hey, this is oh, a great no. point. Um, it's really donuts. Yeah, it's really donuts. It's, it's actually donuts. donuts. It's actually donuts. Unlike not a rice ball. Not a not, not a, a steamed dumpling. bun. This is <laughs> a donut. Actually, donuts. Which I really love. They kind of look like they're in like little Entenmann's boxes. You know what I mean? Like they look like branded <laughs> oh, yeah. donuts, which is so great. They're just good old cake donuts. They look, they look like cake donuts and that makes my day because they would be cake donuts. That well, makes course. the most sense. Yeah. You're not going to fry. You're not going to fry can, donuts if you got to carry I don't think you fry anything in that planet. No. I don't think you'd have the ability to fry stuff on that planet. There, there's so much like this. These two episodes pose questions in a way that like you don't have an answer to like how the, how the fuck do they have donuts what kind of time frame is this no. and then like also in the background you're like is that just a big honking piece of metal sitting in the earth hmm. what the fuck is What's happening where is this oh, i still don't are know there this setting moons i don't know wait don't, wait 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 are there planet. are there free freeze frame bonuses on that level of like multiple moons and stuff going on i I thought that's what I, I know, said. I didn't oh notice. Riley trying to cover up the fact that they have seen the whole series right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the background. Shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> you see the metal of these episodes. I pulled up screenshots to make sure. Well, I, I think there is at the very least a technology yeah. question where they have yeah. some of these like advanced guns and tech and and things. But a lot of the, the housing situation is is more antiquated. And mm. yeah, yeah, this feels like a Final Fantasy setting. I do not know if we're going to space or what. Yeah, I, I do. It's, it's very obvious that humans have expanded beyond Earth, most likely. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe. Um, this could be post-apocalypse. Maybe. It could be post-apocalypse and we've essentially killed. It's like we've turned the world into a desert, which is absolutely possible. Mm, mm. Um because of things like water scarcity and things like that that we get into in episode two and um, big guys that look like raiders from mad max absolutely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah for sure so we could absolutely be there but i could also see us i feel like though if i recall correctly because it's been a minute since i've seen this but i think that was we get if as we get deeper into the series it gets confirmed that this might not necessarily be earth um mm. they're not specific about what it where we are but it might not be earth, it's earth with a um, u yeah. Yes. Um, um actually on the subject of of things spelled slightly incorrectly, um, I don't in episode two, before I get into my favorite thing that I, I screen cap because I was like, what the shit? Yes. Isles? It's this miles without the letter M. I don't know if anybody I noticed, noticed this. Also. Oh. This show just does that. It's my favorite thing in anime where they just change the letter of a thing. Do you catch the name of those armadillo horses in that first episode? No. no. Tomas. They're just Thomas. Just T-O-M-A-S. That's at the name of their horses. <laughs> mm. Good I shit. I love that. I love that. No, but the thing that I see, I did my first screen cap, so as a as a brave little girl, I deserve a treat. Oh, good um, job. <laughs> was in episode two, the job posting for the bodyguard. Oh, shit, yes. 
<laughs> this is so good. There's so many things on here Vash that are good. Vash the Stan Pete. Great shooter like Vash the Stan Pete. <laughs> Pets okay. Pets okay is maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen on Pets a job okay. listing. Incredible <laughs> shit. <laughs> Can you imagine? Incredible benefits. <laughs> like going to oh well, oh look at this. It's a new. It's a sales position. Okay, six Pets figures. Okay? That's great. Pets oh, okay. Great. All right. I just I love to also I said three mirrors and a nap room. Hey, I'll take that. <laughs> now you were talking That's up a, a nap room. It's very funny to see. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, you, this seems like one of those things that that in the translation, because we know that they are doing things like it, just superimposing words over shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's funny to me that when they choose not to exercise restraint in this regard. <laughs> in Sailor Moon, they just changed the name of the fucking school. They they made it like Crossroads, oh, yeah. and it, it's badly done too. It's horrible. Yeah. It's a horrible translation. But they're happy to leave the uh, misprinted English as a little bonus for, <laughs> for us. I love it. No, I love it. I mean, Pets Okay is absolutely character. my favorite. It does. Abs- like, this is what you care about in this world. You can bring your pet. I do. I loved that. Um, now, was anybody else actually fooled by the intro of episode two? I was. Absolutely. I was completely oh, yeah, fooled. No, I was. I, I thought that was Vash. I was like, obviously this I is I thought Vash. that was Vash, and I thought we were looking like I was like, wait, was that a flash ahead? And it wasn't until mm-hmm. later that it clicked. I love a good cold open, and this show oh. is full of those motherfuckers. Yes. Wait. Yeah. Awesome. That was great. Wait, what was that? Wait, hold on. I might have missed it. What happened? In the very beginning, when we see the, the villain shooting at, at someone in a red coat over a desert oh, hill. Oh, yeah. And they take a shot in the shoulder. Yes, 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 yes. So that, yes, was, yes, yes. that was Marianne. Not, yeah, because it's Marianne, it, not It's very Vash. easy to assume that was Vash. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And then you find out later with her checking your womb that it was her mm-hmm. and not him. Absolutely. That's a cool reveal. Yeah. That's a cool fucking reveal. That was yes. a cool fucking reveal. Mm-hmm. Also, can we talk about how that curtain where Marianne, when we first oh my God. Out of here, yes, I was like, how so long funny. were you here? Marianne, were you just standing there, baby? You just take it out. Do you need, do you need, are you okay? Baby, is that where you, is that your room? Hold on, there's Honey, someone in the door. Quick, get behind the presentation curtain. Yeah, what? <laughs> I love that it was like, also what? confirmed immediately that it gave them no privacy whatsoever. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they get behind the curtain and Meryl's like trying to convince Everyone everybody. Everyone can hear them. She was there behind that curtain, that entire conversation, the whole time. hearing everything. Yes. Truly unhinged. I feel like we do need to address that the first failure of Vash the Stampede here in this uh, in the second episode. You mean episode. trying to be a ladies' man? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't brother. like that look for him. It's not a good no. look. <laughs> it's gross. I did think it was really funny whenever his face became a Bishonen. Yes. <laughs> I really, really liked that. Yeah. His, his head gets so long when he turns yeah. into Bishonen. Mm-hmm. It gets it's like his jaws like to his collarbone. I'm like, sir, yeah. get your underbite together, please. Um, I was just like, that was a thing. And they draw him with the biggest, wettest eyes ever. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, but I love, I love, so the thing is, so the thing that this, that whole exchange reminded me of, and this is only because I had just seen it, is that (laughs) this past weekend, for some reason, I got convinced to watch Paddington 
stay Yo, with me. Just stay with me. To know how Paddington the movie. movie. So Actually, it's really sweet and it's kind of sad, and I really love it. And Paddington's quite polite. Um, but Nicole Kidman's the bad guy. <laughs> Okay. okay. And Marianne, as as like dainty Marianne, has the same vibes as Nicole Kidman in that scene where she's just like, Ugh, oh, I'm here on a job. Get out of my face. Leave me alone. You're clearly flirting with me. Also, you keep putting your thumb into my open wound. I need you to fuck all the way off. That would be great. No. <laughs> she's awesome. Paddington, Paddington. in Trigun. Mm. <laughs> Actually. Is this anything? It would work. Actually, it would work. Paddington because Paddington the is also Paddington the Stampede. Paddington is also a clown. Paddington also tends to defeat people by being as goofy as fucking possible. And, and he comes out relatively unscathed. He doesn't have a gun. But what? he did Paddington have Paddington is an tape. expert gunfighter. <laughs> Paddington is expert at using his environment. Just like Vash Oh, the yeah, stampede. he's dodging bullets and stuff. He's constantly Paddington. dodging bullets, using tape to get away from people, swinging through bathtubs, you know, just break into... Really needs an insurance company to follow him around like Vash. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, Paddington and Vash are the same person. I, I think that Padding, I think Paddington, having watched this whole show, Paddington would do great here. Have you ever seen Paddington and Vash the Stampede in the same room? No. You no. haven't? uh you haven't. Pretty sure they're the same person. Just saying. I haven't seen Paddington with his huge fucking gun, though. Boom. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, it's the greatest samurai is he who allows his sword to glow, grow rusty in its sheath. There, there you go. So There you go. You know, that's what um, they say. <laughs> um, can we talk about how mean Meryl is in episode two? Yeah. Sure, let's go for it. <laughs> A little mean. Do it. You're she the easily deceived type who cries himself to sleep every night. Now, aren't you? now <laughs> this is big. This is big talk. Meryl? Because she literally fainted because he pulled a finger gun. So if yeah. she's going to be calling mm-hmm. somebody else easily deceived, she really needs to, you know, glass houses, stones, etc. She mm-hmm. said that and I fucking choked on air. I was like, Jesus, Meryl. As Marianne said, she has no eye for men. None. None, None whatsoever. Absolutely not. She was a mess. Um, also, we haven't talked about it, but I want to talk about it. Can we talk about how cool the fucking firearms are in the show? Like the yeah. weapons yes, are actually cool. really fucking and you, cool. You don't even know the half of it. I know. They get cooler as we go on. But like we've we've seen Jesus gun that rotates <laughs> with every shot. We have seen a foolishly large boomerang. We have seen big gun. We have seen a crossbow gun. I am here for crossbow gun. The crossbow gun kicked ass. That These was These guns great. kick I, ass. The crossbow gun fucked. I, I loved that gun. The turning gun you mentioned, I think that was, it belonged to Loose oh. Ruth. Loose yeah. Ruth. Also known as Constance Rifle. The yes. fucking names in this Ooh. anime also. Are the West, the rootinest, tootinest names. Uh. The rootinest, tootinest. I almost put that in the summary. Um, I, I cut it for time. <laughs> But yeah, loose Ruth made me really lose it. <laughs> I the the I I originally was watching that and I was like because I was watching it with my wife and I was like oh yeah I remember there's a motherfucker with a cross gun look at this shit yeah they got rules and yes the the guns only get cooler in this show they do they <laughs> like only they get cooler they only get they only get more and more ridiculous the boomerang mm-hmm. is also very cool like how it's track like it's a retractable boomerang it cuts a building in half mm-hmm. it, it's just awesome. destroys it. it cuts a whole building in half it's yeah. very cool 
amazing. Boomerang guy, uh, whose name is Descartes, apparently, as in I think they're four hours. We gotta take that apart. Yeah. Not even (laughs) not even fucking mentioned in these in these episodes. No, you don't hear it at all. He's named after Rene Descartes. Love I think that. therefore I am philosopher. Um, Great. Huge womanizer, short legs. W- what is this device he has? I was a little confused by it. It seems to be some kind of hook that he uses to like give his throwing arm more oomph. Am I, I reading that? I think it's that almost like correctly? a pulley that, yeah, like launches essentially like almost like an exoskeleton lets him really yeah. wing this thing. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I took it like yeah that that ex, that that robotic arm thing he's got. Yeah, I figured that it was just like super strong arm that allowed and him to like screwed into him, which is yeah. wild. Mm-hmm. Whip that boomerang. He's got big screws sticking out of him. Yeah, sticking out of him. Yeah. Like suddenly making you ask questions about like what is the fucking tech in this world like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this is not the first time we have. Well, asked This looks for, like cybernetics. Yeah, this is not the first time we've asked for rules of a world. Man, see hot ass Hilda shooting guns in zero gravity. Um, but uh, like yeah, so it's I got the the, it's the back. fact I got the man. It's back. The return of anime um, sins. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know too much. I'm cursed. Um, but I got the feeling that it was like one. It's a huge boomerang, so it would need a lot of force mm-hmm. in order for it. Because I figured that it was a boomerang, but in order for it to have one to have a really direct to control the path coming back, because you know the whole concept of boomerangs you gotta throw it in an arc and it comes back um, yeah. yeah he can throw it in any direction he wants and use that rope and pulley system attached to it to retract it whenever he needed but we didn't really get to see him like super well, do it but like it was cool to watch him like just cut shit in half which was yeah. really really cool and really crunchy vash takes him out in a very cool way he yes. like yeah. he just uses the pulley against him to like winch his own arm back yeah. super hard. making a cat face what is it he says is like murderous toys can be fun but then someone gets hurt yeah he's like he's like he's like be careful with these these murderous toys somebody might get hurt (laughs) he's like kitty face about it cheeky bastard (laughs) there are so many like individual triumphs of localization in this script which is amazing again this came out in 2000 it's crazy that the script is this good Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. He he holds up one of the gang, one of Descartes' gangs, and he's like questioning him, or is like threatening to shoot him. And the guy's trying to prove that he doesn't care about his life, right? Like he's like, "You go ahead yeah. and shoot me, whatever." And Vash says, "Oh, well, your uh, your wife and kids wouldn't like to hear that." And the guy says, "Ain't got no kids, and most women find me pretty offensive, so I'm single." <laughs> I nearly wrote that one down. I nearly wrote that one Great. down. Because that's what that's what I quoted earlier. Because he's the same guy. Because he's like, well, that's a shame. I don't. He's like, but you've got to die for us. You know, that's whatever. He's trying to convince him to not let him die. And the yeah. guy literally says, "You have to die. It would surely make us happy if you do." <laughs> like, <it's just> like, <laughs> yeah, valid. Rock solid philosophy right there. Honestly, I mean, hey, get to the point. <laughs> there is like a weird this gang. I'm not sure if they come back, but there is like a little like if it makes us happy to do x there's like a there's they have like a weird philosophy structured specifically around that kind of thought construction because as descartes is trying to motivate his henchmen he keeps saying it would make me happy if you did this 
And like yeah. he's, he's like demonstrating his control over his henchmen by saying he's going to do this for me because it makes me happy. I, it just feels like yeah. they're building they're building a lot of like groundwork into a character. And I would love to see it get paid off more later. And also it'd be very cool if somebody if Vash keeps getting dogged by people who he <laughs> fucking ruined um by mostly by accident in in many cases <laughs> just by being I mean, a goof kind of i mean for sure oh man absolutely i also want vash's glasses in the end of episode those two. are cool those are very cool are you talking about the ones with the wavy the weird little lightning bolt yeah. thing yeah, that's very cool those things are fucking sick the one Have... thing that happened in episode two that made me go was the word that he used to talk about him patrolling the roof Oh, oh yeah. yes, yeah. So as a black woman, I was just like, <coughs> we don't. I hadn't heard that word in a very long time. Like mm-hmm. ancestrally, that made my cells itch. I hated it. Wow. Just in case nobody knows, don't use the word fucking spooks in relation to anybody ever. Yep, that, <laughs> we've retired that word actually that now completely. Word, that completely. one's on the shelf. <laughs> like super, like super. I was like, huh. Whoa. And. There's a weird moment, isn't there, again, when this gets brought up, when um, Meryl and Millie are, like, talking about him being on the roof, where they yeah. dance around it again, and Vash yeah. is like, but he's like, well, I, the, the, it feels the, the, like they're the, the, trying to make a joke, and I don't know what the joke is. I don't either. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the joke is, and it's gross. The joke, I believe, is that Millie thinks he means he saw some ghosts up there. Yeah. Yeah, but then Vash gets all like, no, I meant, like, I, I, I was really confused. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, the joke, unfortunately, doesn't land, and then, unfortunately, for American audiences, it has so it's like such a racialized word which is unfortunate it's extremely it it sucks actually (laughs) yeah it's like horrid like that's that's honestly the worst thing about these two episodes which i i agree can i can i pull up the second worst i think the other thing that did not land which is the milk discussion in episode one yeah uh, what the so millie and meryl walk up to the bar and order Um, respectively, uh, Ceylon tea and banana sundaes. And yeah. the guys make half of a dirty joke. I don't yeah. know. It's nothing. It's like the writers panic out of it somehow. Yeah. They're like, oh, we can't actually pursue this. Well, see, at first I thought that they were making this joke about like, um, uh, like a mother's milk kind of, yeah, concept, that's what like I kind thought of too. joke. They seem to have mixed like, their oh, metaphors though. Yeah, like mm-hmm. as if like you know you you ladies are too are too essentially soft toothed to be in here. Like this is a mm-hmm. hard like. Wh- who are you asking for a Ceylon tea and a fucking banana sundae? Like you babies got to get out of here. But then because they were they were the only like women in the bar, they turned that mm-hmm. into like a lecherous kind of joke. And I was like, mm. yeah, why did you? Nobody. In front of my salad, though? Nobody calls it a milk in front of my salad, though. <laughs> like, you know? Like, I was like, what? Where are you trying to go with this? That would have almost worked if you just leaned into the Shakespeare reference, but you didn't. So that didn't, that fell really flat. And it was also very weird. I wonder if it's meant to make them look stupid. Like, I wonder if it's, if it is the author in some way trying to say, these guys are so dumb, they can't even threaten these two women in a way that makes any kind of logical sense. But I don't know, that might be giving too much credit away. Yeah, I don't know. But those were the, those were the two worst, two worst things, the milk and the Mm. roof stuff. And I was like, yeah, I I have to agree with that. I was actually curious since we have Riley on the call and Riley, you have recently watched all of Trigun. I'm curious to hear your thoughts in how these two episodes 
represent the series as a whole? Do you feel like this is an incomplete representation of the series? Is this a pretty good slice out of it? it like it this this series takes a is is a lot of heavy comedy. Uh, but mm-hmm. like, and I think you only get glimpses of like the like kind of seriousness that happens as you hit like the back five episodes, the final five episodes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those but, are the episodes like, I first saw. This right. it has a this whole this whole series and and Vash Vash himself has such a like, and I think you could see it a seriousness about him that For is sure. underneath the weird clown shit. And I think you could see that here. And this show does a great job of drip feeding all that out to you. Mm. So I do think these are the two episodes that hook me on my on the fucking show. Oh, I, yeah. am, mm. I have such that a low sense. tolerance for like weird shit in, in my anime. <laughs> they like enough where I'll skip episodes of Dragon Ball full cloth and just be like, nah, I'm good. You don't need every oh. episode of Dragon Ball. That's, that's fine. I completely mm-hmm. I completely understand as somebody who watched a considerable amount of like Naruto. And I was like, oh, Oof. These filler episodes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. these filler episodes are for pooping. Got it. A lot, a lot yep. of cruft yep. in there. A lot of. Yep. Somebody please give Naruto and the other big three anime the Kai treatment. Yo, seriously, please. I can think of a few that need it. Oh, yeah. I lose my fucking mind for a Naruto Kai. For like- I mean, it would be sick. It would be incredible. Hey, let's get you in, get you out, baby. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I, when I hit those filler episodes for Naruto and I was like, these neighborhood journalists, though, I'm supposed to. Care. I don't care about what's happening on the leaf. I need to see some snake baby. Let me see mm-hmm. snake husband. <laughs> Let, let's go. Let me see that weirdo. <laughs> let me see that good noodle boy. Let me see that danger noodle. Come now on, here's some. Let it hang. Let here's it hang. Some, oh my god. Uh, here's some interesting trivia about that Trigon it, that I didn't find a way to sandwich into the game, which is that it, it also suffers from this problem. Like you, yeah. the, the fucking, the creep happens in Trigon. They do a lot of filler in the series. And in fact, the second half of the show is based on a different, like the, the, the manga does a Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z kind of thing where it becomes mm-hmm. a different manga. Yeah. And the second half of the anime is just kind of a loose adaptation of that manga's like general plot outline. Okay, because the okay, manga okay. is still going when this show ends, right? That's correct. Oh, yes. So it's kind of a similar sitch. It's a similar sitch, but in the opposite direction of like the original Full Metal Alchemist, where yes. the manga was coming out, you but then it. they made so they made an anime because it was super popular. But then it got to a point where oh. the anime outpaced the manga, and so they had to jump the shark in order to like. So obviously, it had no choice but to add Hitler in. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> where else could this story possibly go? Right. <laughs> the, the thing about uh, about like Trigon specifically, and that is like. People then, that's why people are, there were some people who are upset about the new Trigun show. Is they're like, yeah. oh, well, this will be mm-hmm. like the Brotherhood, uh, like the Full Metal mm-hmm. Brotherhood to Trigun. And it looks like right. it's not that. It's a prequel, and so people are like, I thought, actually, I thought that it was a prequel to the anime that came out in the 90s. Because I thought it was about the two. It's complicated. <laughs> it's, it oh, looks boy. Like it's coming out. Okay. I do want to know what people's okay. views are on, on New Vash compared to the Vash we've seen in these two episodes. Well, if my memory serves me correctly, comparing what I saw well, at least a year ago, because I feel like I sat down and watched all of Trigun in the last, like, three years just to see if it held up, like, same with Outlaw Star. Um, and uh, Vash, Vash and the other one, um, trying try not to spoil here. It's very, mm-hmm, very hard mm-hmm, to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It seems it's very hard to do because it's like there's so many things. Like the thing with Trigun, 
so many things get set up in the beginning that have huge payoff in the end which is like great um so it's really hard not to spoil it at this point but it seemed like that is it a movie or is it a show it's a movie isn't it the the new the it yeah. is a show. It's a new Crunchyroll show, show, is what, what oh, they're saying. I thought it was a I thought it was a movie. I thought it was yeah. a pellicula. Looking okay. at the screenshot you posted, um, Riley, there's a there's a difference there. Those are mm. It's like it's different, but I, I one, I thought that it was a younger Vash, it, first it of might all. Be? Question his bounty's lower. I just want to make it clear, I really like Vash so far uh, as a character. I think he's very entertaining. Um have enjoyed every second of screen yes. time. This new image I was looking at it thinking, oh, that's a cool design, until I realized this is Logan Paul to me. Oh. He's definitely hip. Oh. He's definitely... Oh. That's Logan the Paul. The Stampede Heist House is real. <laughs> yeah. 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 The one where he's but smiling. I feel like he may better. prove himself. He's, he's allowed to prove me wrong at some point. Yeah, I also feel like, I feel like they didn't... Di- from what I saw of the trailer, the Vash Stampede in the new show seems personality wise the same Vash Stampede mm-hmm. from the old show, which is why I kind of thought of it as a prequel, also because he looks so much younger mm-hmm. in the newer show. Um, it seems like it's the events that led up to. I am not going to touch y- why he does. becomes Vash. By the way, don't watch. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to touch this if you have not finished this show. Uh, I saw like <laughs> don't don't watch. I saw like a single it. second of it, and I was like, nope, I don't know who any of these people Oops. are, and I don't want to learn yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like it seems as though they're staying true to the character profile of Ash's Stampede in the new one. So I'm really hoping that they do, because I'll be very upset if they mm-hmm. don't. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that we hear already in these first episodes. Like for example. Um, there was something that he said in the first one, no, in the second one, where I think like Marianne asks him if he like dodged a bullet or something, and I can't remember. But there was the, there's this thing that like really like highlights that he's actually really really good at being a gunman, and also he says something where I think somebody asks him something about violence, and he's like, nope, I don't ever do mm-hmm. it unless I absolutely need to, like kind of thing. And it's like it's like clearly like a a code, a moral code mm-hmm. that Vash has, and like that is explained in later episodes. Yeah, we're getting some of those hints. Like, like there's another little moment like that where he mentions suicide in particular. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like yeah. that's something else. Oh, that that's might right. Where he says like I have, I have an, I have an obligation. I, I, I'm absolutely, completely morally opposed to like suicide or yeah. something like that. And it's like very cheery about mm-hmm. it. And you're like, that is very. Important. Yeah, something's going on there. Um, talk about that more. But <laughs> yeah, you want to expand on that a little bit? But I feel like the new series kind of shows us why he has those strong mm-hmm. moral codes, cool. and that's what I'm looking Problem. forward to. Because you, you learn about it at the very tail end of the series, the series as to why he believes the way he believes. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because like halfway through the true catalyst, the true problem shows up. Ooh, okay. I think I, I'm I, very excited I, for I us love to, this to series. explore some more of Trigun. Yeah, as am I. Yeah. Look, this has two, been first two episodes. Vash are and Duo Maxwell. Vash and Duo Maxwell were my boyfriends in middle school. Okay. Now that's a Ryoko to me. I'm just scrolling through a bunch of different Vash uh, action figures. Those are my Ryokos. <laughs> oh yes. Riley, do you have a Ryoko? No. Uh, I this this is 
I'm a Dragon Ball person, and so okay, the answer is is obviously like Piccolo. <laughs> it's Piccolo. <laughs> it is as an adult, I realized, oh yes, it was it was a, it was adult Gohan and Bulma. <laughs> they are the two people who have my heart <laughs> from that show. <laughs> is is it. is cool? Like great Saiyan ass? Like yes, yes, you're my hero. Yes, mine was Krillin. I'm hopelessly attracted to nice guys. Krillin with the hair, or without the hair. No, without the hair, bald Krillin mm-hmm, all day. Mm-hmm, that seems mm-hmm, healthy mm-hmm. to me, honestly. Yeah, bald the, all day. the hair was not. Yeah, that it wasn't. I, I like his I hair. Just, I think it's cute. I just wanted someone to be nice to me, and now I have a oh. person who's nice to me all the time. <laughs> so nice. Um, <laughs> a couple more notes. Just can I just rapid fire a yeah. couple of things? Hit, hit me. Hit me. Absolutely. Rapid fire. Um, first. There's a moment of exposition in the second episode when there's no water in the town and this old guy and his, his child oh, yeah. sort of walk by. And the child, as they are leaving, sings, <laughs> bad times yeah. are here, la 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 la. <laughs> I forgot to mention this note. It was the first note I had for this episode. What a yeah. moment. And they are, they are dying of, they are actually dying of dehydration. That kid's like, bad times are here, la la la. I was like, perfect. There we go. Second note, uh, we were mentioning cool guns, and I think we did not mention the fact that the villain in the second episode opens his coat up and four guns spring out on on holsters inside. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Mm -hmm. I love that shit. I got some Wild Wild West vibes off of that. Yes, like the hidden guns, almost like steampunkish. Very cool. Like, wait, so like when you say Wild Wild West, the, you the mean film with the, starring Will Smith, the chorus of Wild Wild West, or do you mean the the, the verses the of feature Wild Wild film? Because one <laughs> of those is Will Smith and one of those is Cisco. So I just need to know: Are you feeling Cisco Wild Wild West? Are you feeling Will Smith Wild Wild West? Uh, Will Smith, of course. Always. Oh, okay, got it. See, I would have pegged you for a Cisco Wild Wild West, but okay. <laughs> I didn't know you as well as I thought I did. That's okay. We all, uh, you know, I've got hidden depths like Vash the Stampede. Uh, one of the things I love about the anime club is we learn just as much about each other as we do the anime we watch. <laughs> and I think that's beautiful. <laughs> I'm looking at the BehindTheVoiceActors.com page for Trigun. Might end up being a good way to accidentally spoil myself, but I'm seeing some names yes. here that are very exciting. Names like... Millions knives. I've heard mm-hmm. that name before. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, brilliant dynamites neon. Also. God, yep, the yep, names yep, in yep, the yep, series yep. are this so is good. Great. Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. they're so good. A truly the rootness tootness. Can you just can you like, just absolutely list names so I can sit here and here smile we go. quietly to myself? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Earl Bostock. Uh huh. Cool. Uh, Professor Nebraska, Gofsef Nebraska. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh man, we could do this for hours. I could. Hey, new game. What am I saying? A character's name from Trigon, or just three random words that I pulled out of the dictionary? That actually would be a fantastic game. <laughs> that would be a really good game. What's in a name? Honestly, yes. There, there's a, there's a motherfucker in the show whose just name is Eric's. And I just Eric with more than one. (laughs) He's many. Eric's Eric plural. We are Eric pluralized. Honestly, (laughs) I mean, honestly, that could be an addition of factor fan fiction. Mm. 
Mm. Fact or fiction? Yeah, we'll have to see. It could be. Is it a Gundam name or is it a Trigun name? (laughs) (laughs) These are all great ideas. I'm writing them down. I'm going to steal them. Please. Yeah, you should. Please. So then when I can see the format, I can know because I realize that every time you do fact or fan fiction, you just do it in a pattern. I got your number, New Life. Oh, shit. You fucking I found me out. Damn it. Oh, I know. I know. You got to switch up the pitch. Oh, it's I always, did not catch that last time. I really am Every legitimately time. terrified that I can gut check them. <laughs> I literally, I literally, well, because last time I didn't pay attention because I figured that Newland wasn't going to do it a second time and I wasn't going to be able to use my test taker skills, you know, my plus sneak dropped into my fucking like D and D card when I was in school, I figured. Um, but then I was listening to the most recent episode that dropped today, today, and I was like, "Hold on, this motherfucker! They turned around to the motherfucking same motherfucking format as it the last motherfucking time." This My little hints and tricks. <laughs> God damn it! Because I just I realized because I completely let myself just gut check it, didn't pay attention to to the to the pattern either, and then I heard it and I was Newland's like, "Damn it, trick. damn it, Newland." <laughs> I didn't have to motherfucking even think about it. I, I am becoming <laughs> the Newland. Your prankster's gambit. Your Japery. Big jester energy. Oh, prankster's gambit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was I right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a. Uh, Your cool Dave shit. Yeah. Your prankster's gambit. Did you abscond? Oh my god. Stevie, I genuinely oh. forgot that you were a homestuck with us. Um. <laughs> I genuinely forgot this fact. I'm a child of the internet. I am a child of the internet. I had no babysitters. I was a So next time on After School Anime Club, we're just going to read like the first 800 pages of Homestuck. Well, it's been a pleasure to be here, everybody. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Bye. I am a strict no Homestuck within a hundred mile radius of me. It's wise. That's extremely wise. Good way to live your life. No, good for you. Because now all that's in my head now is knitting needles and octopi. So we'll have to move on. Maybe if someday they make a Homestuck anime. I mean, we all know in our hearts that Homestuck is anime. But if they do make a Homestuck anime (sighs) and then go back in time to 1995 and put it on TV. Homestuck anime. Sweet bro and hella Jeff, I want a voice. It keeps happening. The them just keeps happening. <laughs> I'm trying to wrap the podcast up. Do we have any? Here, here is a YouTube series called Homestuck the Anime. If we do one more Homestuck reference on this podcast, I'm gonna quit. <laughs> <laughs> don't send me with that. I'm kidding. I don't know what I don't know what I'm gonna ever. That and Homestar. I'll never know oh what I'm gonna God, do. Home I just do runner. We so are. <laughs> We are so far off of the road now. Podcast. We're gone. We're gone. We're in right, the yeah. woods. So, so, okay. The, the, o- the only other note I have is every time Vash fires six shots, you see him reloading. And I just think that's a good fucking touch. That's great. Honestly, yeah, because most places, most animes that never have guns, show they just a man reload. Just fire bullets. Never, never show a reload. And that an a, a actual revolver has like 50 shots mm-hmm. in it. Re- reloading is something that happens to other people. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. Yeah.
that bell means that this week's meeting of the After School Anime Club has come to a close. I hope you're enjoying the music. It's the ending theme of Trigun. The wind blows towards the future. Lovely track. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you here. And if you'd like to follow us online, you can at Anime Club Pod on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Max Newland underscore Kostrak. How about you? You can find me also on Twitter. It's Max underscore Attacks. Uh, Stevie. I am on Twitter and Instagram with the handle Ace Mattering on both platforms. And Riley, how about you? How can our fr- our fans find you? I'm on Twitter at RevRyeBread. That's Rev like Reverend, Rye Bread like Rye Bread. And you can find me on podcasts such as The Podcast Minds, They're Before the Grace of Pod Goey, Never Believe It, a Naruto D-Watch podcast, and uh, Riley Hopkins and their amazing friends, where I play games with my amazing friends. <gasps> Amazing. Amazing. Uh, our show, you know, you know how it is with podcast. You know, tell your friend. That's the end. <laughs> <laughs> Stop tell the recording your, there. Tell your friend about podcast. Um, and if you tell your friend about our podcast and you tweet about it, then we'll give you a shout out. Haven't gotten any, haven't, no shout outs to give right now. You know, the, no. the old podcast recommendations are looking a little bit dry, but you know, I believe in you. I believe you have the confidence to tell your friends about this very strange podcast that you listen to about anime. Because, you know, you just you know, it, it's a, we like making it, and we hope you like listening to it, basically, is what I'm saying. I believe that you can leave us a review. Yeah, we want to hear from you. Speak up. Yeah, I believe you can leave us a review that's and give yeah. us a five-star Cowards. review. And also, leave us a review that has no chicken-headed shit on it. <laughs> Every time we have to make that statement. Yeah, because you can't trust, no you can't trust them. Listener, I love you, but I can't trust you. What? No. <laughs> what a fantastic relationship we're building. I it's it's important to establish boundaries and part of that is being like hostile to approach. And you yes. know what? That's the fucking move. I mean, hey, it's worked out for mm-hmm. me this whole time. Let me tell you. Regardless how it may sound, I am so glad we got to spend this time with you, listener. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you at the next meeting. one and all to Riley Hopkins and their amazing friends. This is an actual play podcast where I, Riley Hopkins, showcase to you my amazing friends. We do shows such as Star Wars. We've done DC's Amalgam Universe. Prepare soon for Zoids and Lancer. A smorgasbord of great content brought to you by great people. If you're looking for an actual play show that loves fan fiction as much as you do, you've found it. Sights to be unseen. Sounds to be unheard. It's fantastic. Come join us at Riley Hopkins and their amazing friends. The actual play podcast built for you that steals. This is just me proving that my mic doesn't sound like that. And I did that for an artistic kind of choice, like a megaphone. You get it.